0: This is Lisa, and I am so excited about bringing this special podcast to you. I had some guests with me. I had Hannah Cusack-Coward, I had Juliana Bevere, and I had Casey Sachs. And we were talking about some topics that I know you're going to enjoy. So enjoy this. It's a special treat, and we'll be back with you later. (laughs) Okay, so... We're going to be talking today about a topic that is actually close to all of our hearts mm-hmm. because we are for women, for yes. women, right. and we're going to be talking about gender without rival. Yep. And uh, it's not its not because we want to incite gender wars, but this is a huge issue, and um, I would just like each person to kind of talk about how this has played out in their life, how they've seen this as a struggle. I'm going to open up with my story, yeah. um, and I didn't put it in a book, but I think it Maybe I put in another book. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, so <laughs> my out. husband, youth pastor, me, young mom, mm-hmm. 31 years of age, uh, and he—actually, I might have been 29, and he said something like, hey, I'm going to Haiti, and I really feel like the Holy Spirit told me you're supposed to cover my service. And I was pregnant with Austin, so it was 89, so I was 29. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I knew you guys were concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, come. Um, <laughs> And so I said, I don't feel like the Holy Spirit said that to you. I feel like the Holy Spirit said Pastor Carlos should come in and cover the mm-hmm. service. And he said, no, Lisa, I want you mm-hmm. to, I'm not going to tell anybody that you're coming because I, I know how they'll react if a woman mm-hmm. speaks. So I'm going to surprise them. I'm going to do a video announcement about how much I love you and and they'll all honor you. And so my husband does this little video announcement and I'm sitting in the back and he says, my, my one of my favorite preachers is going to be speaking to you tonight. It's a, he built it all up for for weeks ahead of time. It's a surprise guest. And then he said, Lisa Bevere. And all I heard at that point was metal chairs being scraped across the floor, thrown into the stack, people folding up the chairs saying, we are not going to sit here while a woman teaches. This is unscriptural. And these are people we had poured into into as college and career pastors Mm -hmm. for at least two years. And then I sat in the back just watching everybody exit. And then I went up to the front and I just looked at everybody and said, you know, I wish I could actually be one of those people exiting out the back door. And I said, but here's the truth. I'm in submission to my husband, and I do believe that women need Mm -hmm. to have a voice in the house of God. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't exercising authority over anybody. I don't even know if I was teaching. I was more just sharing. And that night, actually, someone came to our house when my husband was out of town. I'm pregnant with my second baby. I've got Addison upstairs and banged on our bedroom window to terrify me. And this is is what it used to be. And so it's gotten so much better. Yeah. Absolutely. but it is still an issue.
1: Yeah. And
0: Hannah, what have you, what have you seen with this whole gender issue? I mean, you're in a ministry that we celebrate women, but what, what has been
1: your experience? Well, I absolutely, absolutely, without a doubt know that you and women like you have paid a dear, dear mm-hmm. price yeah. Yeah. for us to be able to come up into a different environment. Not that it's mm-hmm not still present because it very much still is. Mm -hmm. But even with Juliana and I being raised by a mother who was strong, who she had to accomplish things and she didn't have the luxury of waiting for someone to give her permission to step out in order for the sake of her children and for the sake of raising us up in a way Mm -hmm. where we knew it wasn't in our own strength. It was, By yes. the grace of God. That was, some, yes. that was a verse she always said over us that this is a gift.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: this is the, this, we are saved by grace. Mm-hmm. It is a gift from God that no one should boast. Mm-hmm. And that is how she lived out being a mom, a single for, for a lot of the years. Of not, raising not because she children. wanted to No, be, not at because all. Because
0: she was abandoned. No,
1: yeah. not at all. But she, she didn't live it out of this like angst or hatred. She yeah. lived it from this place of strength that came from the Lord. And we knew that yeah. as her daughters. And so re- being raised in that, it was like, I mean, I, I just remember so tangibly, um, going to the to the word and knowing that that's what it was it was saying to me that it was like you have been given all of these things now live fully walk mm-hmm. into these things don't allow things yeah. to hold you back even though people yeah. just human nature will try mm-hmm. to place those confines on on one another and i i just am so thankful for those examples that said mm-hmm. you're going to see some things it's going to be discouraging it's going to be disheartening especially as we Want to live out this life that we're called to? You know, we're all called to preach the gospel. We're yeah. all yeah. called to Whether make we disciples.
0: That it doesn't yeah. matter. That's yes. how we're
1: called to live our yeah. lives. Yeah. And and gender in the, in my mind was never something that was going to disqualify me or yeah. be divisive.
0: You know, and uh, and just in fairness, because I know there's a lot of people, they're new to this discussion. They don't know what's going on. You know, just in fairness, a lot of the proponents that say that women should have no voice in the church, Mm -hmm. they go back to Eve. They say, because Mm -hmm. Eve misled Adam in the garden and Adam listened to the voice of his wife, we need to shut down the voice of women and we need to blow up Mm -hmm. the voice of men. But here's the truth. Adam and Eve were never meant to have no voice. And they were supposed to use their words on the serpent, not on one another. And for too long, the women have yelled at the men Mm -hmm. and said, give us our place at the table. And the men have told the women, sit down and shut up. And the truth is we need to actually begin to declare God's word and speak to the enemy. It is written. And when Jesus Mm -hmm. came to seek and save that which was lost, Mm -hmm. he recovered everything Mm -hmm. that Adam and Eve mistreated in the garden. And if we're going to be legalists, which is what I find a lot of people do, they were very legalistic Mm -hmm. about this. And we need to say that if a woman is easily deceived, then Mm -hmm. a man is always a betrayer. And if you don't want to be labeled as always a betrayer, always someone who would sell out his birthright, then you better not label women as always easily deceived Mm -hmm. first to sin. Because my Bible actually says that Adam was the one who sinned. And the second Adam, Jesus, is the one who redeemed us. So why are we even fighting about yeah. this? We're all in Christ. But feminine and masculine has different expressions, that's different right. roles. Mm-hmm. And all of that is necessary if we're going to see the gospel go out. Because I have different access to different people in the yeah. world than John has. Absolutely. And John has the commission. And again, I would say to you that the great commission go into all the world and make disciples is your permission. That's
1: yeah. right. It's your permission. Mm, that's right.
0: Jesus that's is good. saying to you go yeah go whatever your world is mm-hmm. go into that world and make disciples and yeah. so I'm just tired of women being disqualified because of gender. Mm -hmm. Uh, Romans 5.19, for as one man's disobedience, one man, not Eve, Mm -hmm. one man's disobedience. I'm not saying Eve didn't make a mistake. The many were made sinners. Mm -hmm. So by one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Mm -hmm. Men and women together were both made righteous in Christ. And so we need to stop arguing about that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Casey, what have you seen in this? Well, you know, I grew up... um, just a lot of leadership roles were given to me. I think I was a very strong young girl. And so when I got saved at 21, I remember having a conversation with, uh, uh, I worked at a restaurant, so a fellow server, and she, in all authenticity, all innocence, she was like, how is it being a Christian and a woman? Yeah.
0: And I was, I, sadly, I hear that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I hear a lot of women, actually, that are powerful women that are doing amazing things in the world say, I... I can't buy in to the fact that I have no purpose,
2: and so I can't become a Christian. Exactly. And not only did she leave that it's church, terrible. she grew up in a church where she was suppressed. She left the church. She left the faith. She is no longer a believer because she wasn't empowered. She certainly wasn't groomed yeah. by any means. And so that was really my first encounter after I was saved with that whole notion. And um, it's just it was difficult for me because I, I think that leadership is just... Me. It, like you were saying, it's not about a man versus a woman. It's more about the the together, indi- together. Uh, together yeah, and underneath. also, together. and also the individual knowing their identity in Christ. It's it's about who am I called to be? If I'm called right. to teach, if I'm called to preach, if I'm called to lead or whatever, um, who is man to say anything otherwise? You know, and so just knowing that that is my true identity, I think, has really helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think this is like a multiple discussion thing, yeah. Yeah. and. Um, you know i think we just kind of just scratched the surface mm-hmm. and so i would actually love to come back into a second part of this Absolutely. conversation So anyway, I hope this is helpful. I hope that if anything, it got you started on some conversations. We want you to understand that God would not love you more if Mm -hmm. you had been born a man, nor would he be able to flow through you more if you were male. God Mm -hmm. hand chose you at this time to be a daughter without rival. And if you're listening in and you're a guy, that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. A son without rival. And we need you to Mm -hmm. be your uniquely God breathed, God created you. So I hope this blessed you. We're talking out of a book called Without Rival, Gender Without Rival. We have it faceted where you can do home studies with this, where you can get together, have DVDs and book stuff for it. So, So anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope this helped you. God bless.